Hey, where are the white women at? But how did he get down to his underwear that fast? We'll just have to take these pants off so that I can take a closer look. Still others evolved so much, they don't even need to wear pants. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's the first word you're hearing this week. Poop. Use this, the word this, poop in a sentence. Use the word poop in a sentence. <laughs> Paul says poop too much. <laughs> Period. Uh, oh, Cartoon so- Casual this week is is brought to you by Thanksgiving hangovers, family drama, and turkey. I didn't drink that much on Thanksgiving, though. You didn't drink that little... You tried to fight the turkey. I'm like, Jesus I, I, I drank uh, actually got, early on. I, I drank a, a some. You got you got hostile when I was going to throw out the turkey carcass. Oh, I thought yeah. you were going to tackle me. It was like goddamn Julia Child coming down on me or it something. Was, uh, I didn't have anywhere to put it. I, I had no room to freeze it. I had no room in the I refrigerator. I fucking had. So no I, I brought it here and I put it in one of the refrigerators. What you should probably do is freeze that fucker here pretty quick. I've already eaten meat off of it. That is interesting. Okay. I've eaten so much fucking leftover food. I feel like I've had Thanksgiving three times over now. I love that, though. Oh, yeah. No, I love it. It, it mm. It's so good. I would eat turkey a lot more. I would uh, eat, like, the traditional Thanksgiving-type meal if it were just available. Like, why wasn't it be on a regular menu at a mediocre restaurant or a media, you know, medium-to-higher restaurant? Imagine oh, a Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving dinner restaurant. Like, that, that's oh, all that they that in do. July. Thank you. Yeah, yes, I... You know what sounds good? Let's go to... Jobo's Thanksgiving extravaganza, and it's just a buffet of nothing but Thanksgiving food. Sure. That sounds great. Although I kind of feel like Cracker Barrel is kind of that. Do you? This is a funny question, though. Can you get a, like in July, can you get a frozen turkey? I think so. I never really looked. I... Now I now I kind of want to look now 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 I'm gonna now I'm definitely gonna look because obviously like the inventory of turkeys and ham is still gonna be up until the holidays are over. Of course, yeah, and then they'll be on sale for like three weeks after, and yeah. then you know. But now I'm, I'm mark my words in April or May I will go and look and see, uh, like if there's maybe uh, were were you ever yeah yeah were, uh, you, were you ever subject to the turkey bowling ever up in Ohio? Did they ever do this? Uh, n- no. So you have a, f- you know, the frozen turkeys sometimes have a mesh around them with like a handle. Of course, yeah. And so and these things slide and go pretty fucking fast down the grocery aisles. Okay. So people would set up cans at the end of the aisles. and You mean like hoodlums would be doing this? I don't, in the- no, I'm talking about middle-aged people and from the suburbs. In stores, yeah, I think they actually would have actually competitions and like radio. Oh, this stations. was a store competition, like, like a thing, and yeah, oh, make a big deal no, out of I've it. Never heard of such a thing. I, mean, I don't know if it was an Atlanta thing. I never actually did it, but I they do because they're hard and there's ice. You of know, course, it's, it's yeah. like so they're gonna just those fuckers just zip on down there. They're dangerous. You don't get whapped in the ankle. No, you're on the far end no, of it with no. a with a 25 pound. By the way, that was a big. How what was the weight of that turkey? 19. Uh, okay. It was 19.81, so 20 pounds. That was one of the larger turkeys it, I've seen in a while. It wasn't the biggest one. The the one I did last year was bigger. It was tw- almost 26 pounds. Really? Yeah, it was 20. It was like 25.9 or 25.7 or something like that. Yeah. 
I, 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 yeah. I was there. Yeah, it was a big bitch. But I'll remember last year that that one turkey I had, I, had, I didn't have hardly any leftovers. In fact, like, I didn't have any. Because you got a shitload of people at your house. There, there were twenty people. There were eighteen to twenty. And this people. one, you said, and, "Oh yeah, buy enough booze, Paul." For about oh, just under 20, 15, 17, 18 people. I said sub twenty, <laughs> closer to fifteen, and eight showed up. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of food left over, and you know what's funny? I've come to find out. You didn't eat any ham. You don't like ham. I don't care this for ham. It's something that I just never noticed about you. That Isn't there a sign or a line in the eating green eggs and ham about someone not caring for ham? No, he didn't like green ham. Green eggs and ham. I don't like that, Sam, I am. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not a, a ham. I I just don't care. I, I, you know, I won't. You don't fall. like like Black Force ham, like honey ham or something like that on no, a sandwich I, I like or something that. like that? Okay. I think I, we, didn't we talk about the, the guy I know, the, the honey baked ham guy that I know? Did we ever talk about in the show? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, we talked they, about so much in ain't bullshit. There was, I know. It's hard to keep keep up. But yeah, no, I, um, I, again, I don't remember if we, I know we talked about it, but I don't know about on the show, but I, I know the guy whose family was uh, oh did they invent the spiral slice yeah. yeah we yeah i don't know if we talked about it on the show but you've definitely told me about it that, that and they I, have a lot of money this is a weird story are you fucking kidding me of course they did because it, they made cutting hams yeah and because amazing. i'm not because I, cause i'm not into ham someone said it was like it was somewhere around thanksgiving or easter you're not into ham <laughs> it's uh, it's like yeah i'm not into metal music i'm not i'm not into playing the guitar i'm not into ham okay so i did, we had a lot of honey baked ham stores in the atlanta area uh-huh. and that's where in the guy lives in florida whose family is you know it's kind of the south i think it started in the southeast honey baked hams and do you have them in ohio i guess uh yeah apparently they do have i'd never heard of honey baked ham stores and then i got made fun of by my brother for not knowing what they were oh so listen to the podcast what the f- you how do you fucking not know what that is i don't know it's a store that just sells ham and they're like yeah. for the most part yeah yeah and so they do the spiral slicing and that kind of anyway um so it was during uh i don't know easter or and by the way easter ought to be the real big uh a christian holiday of the year not christmas why? Because that's when he came back, and you know that neither kind of one of them have any basis in actual real. I'm just Christ- saying, like if they, you were to, if the, if you're if you're going to be a Christian and you're going to believe everything, uh, celebrate the birthday and then the resurrection. I think the resurrection is a little more critical. It's like he fucking was hammered on the cross and died and then was gone and came back. That's a little more woo than being born. Fair enough. You know what? Literally anybody can be born. Right. Uh, most of us have been. Right. There, there's a guy again. It does look like him. It does. Look at him. There's a. We got CNN on, and they got the Patty He's Hearst a, like attractive version of him. That dude's got a mullet and 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 just. <laughs> he looks like one of our local business owners that I. I that everybody ref- would know. The I name will of. refrain from naming. <laughs> everybody would name because his business is name. Everybody him, would know it. it. They would know it. And he sells cars, but this guy looks like him with gold chains, really terrible shirt. <laughs> <laughs> mullet everything everything um so it looks like a crippled up monkey it was it was either <laughs> it was either easter or thanksgiving or christmas and someone said hey paul you're near the so-and-so honey bay cam store and we're having our party can you go by there and pick up you know we have it for you to pick up here's the number it was paid for just go there right and pick it up yeah sure no problem holy mother of fuck if it wasn't like 50 fucking people in line mm-hmm because it's a honey baked ham, and I'm going. And this actually was friends of ours that were also good friends of the people that own the honey baked ham, the whole business I was telling you about. And I'm saying a line going, "Nor that motherfucker is rich." 
Yeah. I'm just standing here. One of 50 stores probably in Atlanta. Seriously. There probably have 50 stores Oh, yeah. In no, there's hundreds of them all over the U.S. And yeah, they're or, always but there's crowded. thousands of them. Honey-baked hams. Kevin, are, how many honey-baked ham stores are there in the Kevin. U.S.? Kevin! Never mind. I must not be here. I must have left. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, I, yeah. And they're not fucking cheap. My, no. I, I didn't know this. My mom told me she's like, I bought a honey-baked ham. I was like, cool. I was just thinking that was a ham. I didn't know that it was a brand. I, I I thought it was just a style. Sure. Like country ham or sugar cured yeah. ham or something. Yeah. I thought that's what it meant. And so I was just like not impressed. And then when she opened it up and we had it, and it, you know, I baked it and all that, it was really good. She goes, man, the honey baked ham, that was worth it. And I was like, yeah, where did you get it? And she goes, from the honey baked ham store. <laughs> And and just so like just I can see with your con- mom. I can see your mom's face. <laughs> your eyebrows kind from of furled up. From the honey baked ham store, like just like real condescending. Like right. I should know. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck a ham- honey baked ham store is. That <laughs> is it? Is it, a, is it a store where all they sell is ham? And everybody's look. <laughs> Everyone is sitting in. Because we're in me Arizona. Like Did they even have them in Arizona? I don't think so. I've never seen one in Arizona. <laughs> and, and and like they sure as shit don't have them here in. <laughs> but we need to see how far west they've made it. So far, how far they've made, you know, they threw, I don't care. They made a few Donner Pass yet. My mom they, paid seventy dollars. Oh yeah, for a fifteen-pound ham. Fuck you. <laughs> that pig ate nothing but slop. It didn't taste any better than the ham I've had from Safeway or Walmart. Yeah, or like a friend's house. Like it's yeah. not. It's still not that great. Well, the deal is right. Is they is they uh, they slice it up and then they put this sugar glaze on there. Okay, I, I so far exactly the same as the one I bought from Safeway. Right. I'm sure the technology is is now transcended the whole uh, maybe <laughs> industry. The whole pig. Excuse me. I gotta itch my ear. The whole pig industry. Um. Go ahead. No, oh, go, on. Scratch no, my no, go on. No, oh, go so ahead. I was go saying, ahead. I'm sure those of you who are hard listeners to the show, if we talked about this before, so what the deal was, his grand, I think his grandfather or father, the guy, and I'm not going to drop his name, there's no reason to, but I don't know. It matters. Okay. Whatever. Um, invented or worked on for years a way to spiral. For some reason, he was obsessed about figuring out a way to slice a ham more efficiently. I think, I don't know if he was a butcher... So, <laughs> you know, Charlie tells me you're a butcher. <laughs> there is one in uh, Henderson. One in Henderson. Nevada. It made it in Nevada. That's the nearest one. <laughs> God. Oh, there's one. There's two in Las Vegas area. How about Phoenix? There are zero in Arizona. That's why we don't know about yeah. honey baked ham here. Yeah. And there's there's three in California. Three. Wow. Three in all of California. How many are in Georgia? Now, wait. <laughs> Hold on. Mm, Georgia. I don't want to count, but I'm going <laughs> to tell you how long it takes me to scroll. <laughs> I told you. Albany, Alpharetta, Athens, 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 Athens. Jesus Christ. There's and Athens is not that Athens. big. No, it's not. Atlanta, Georgia, Augusta, Georgia, Augusta, Georgia. Austell, Georgia, Brunswick, Georgia. There's only one in Atlanta. You there's, see the Atlanta. There's, there's yeah, be, there's only one in Atlanta that, proper, but it, oh. it's like ten flicks of the. How about Marietta? Marietta, I I I don't care I don't that know. much. I I, I I know there shouldn't be one. In there's Mar- a lot Marietta. though, right? Yeah, you were only in the A's. Of, you were in Albany, Augusta, Atlanta. Yeah, you and I just A's. kept scrolling. There's one in Mar- Marietta. Okay. Forty-one hundred one Roswell Road, Suite three hundred two. I bet right. you know right where that's at. I'm, there's probably I'm sure a bar nearby. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so, so I had no idea what the fuck a honey baked ham store was. Yeah, so, so, okay, so this so guy, anyways, this guy, the, for some reason, was a, I think he, I don't know if he's a butcher or not, but he he, he wanted you know, like the world needed this to prepare a ham better, so it was pre-sliced. And I don't, right. I don't know why they would ever come into your head, but for some reason, this was a good idea to him. So he invented this machine, you know, which is kind of a fancy, it's a pretty heavy-duty thing. And if you ever see it in action, it's kind of interesting. I mean, just bonk and this clamp and this thing goes in. And it's, I mean, it just, it just it rips. It probably looks like those spinning blades at the end of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yeah, it's kind of like, like that. Yeah, the, the penitent man kneels before God, like it's, that kind of thing. It's kind of like yeah. that. A little thinner. Yeah? A little thinner blades. I... I I'd like to see one. And they're action. super sharp, and there's, there's a technology behind it because obviously if a ham is cold or it's warm, it's going to tear it up. And I think that's part of the problem right. is it doesn't get torn up the way that it cuts. It's some well, fancy it's all, fucking blade. It also, I think it kind of has to do with the fact that, I mean, they're, they're uniform in nature. Yeah. It's a leg. They're, they're, and and uh, they're round. They're essentially round, mm-hmm. so you can cut them that way. But also, it kind of goes back to the, like, well, remember when I said, okay, who's on turkey carving duty? And... I had a knife in my hand and tongs in my hand, and people were telling me how to do it. And I'm like, I was mainly one telling you how to do Fuck it. Fuck this. You guys do it. Charlie was trying to. And, I mean, and pe- people are just better at it than me, and that's why I just said, Gaines, you're on duty. No, the way you do I, it. I fucking delegate. I, I know the people screw it up is, is they cut off the breast, like a, like just off on the bird. No, you, you cut up a big chunk of the breast, one you side of the breast. You don't and then do cut that. The you get, remove the breast. Right. And then lay it and then cut across it. Yes. Now, granted, you're also supposed to, prior to uh, cooking the turkey, there's two things you're supposed to do to make that easier. Drink? One, yeah, you should get drunk. No, one, <laughs> you should take the giblet bag out, which yeah. I can't believe I did that. Yeah, I, I haven't, I've never done that before, but I also You were pulled, probably hungover. There, I was hungover. However, I was functioning properly. I pulled out other parts. I don't remember them being in the front part of the turkey. Maybe there's two... Parts, no, eh? there was a bag. I pulled a bag out of the cavity that had the gizzard, well, another, had the gizzard and the heart. It's and still, it's still in there. If you want to look at it, no, I don't want it. I'll use it when I use that carcass. If I, if I do, or you do, or whatever. All right. I, I assume you're not going to. Anyways, anyway, to, anyway, talk, so it's like, like I, I said, and, and that's why the spiral cut or spiral slicing ham thing, I'm sure, came about is because have you seen somebody cut one up that doesn't know what they're doing and does and, oh, and it it's takes not a, spiral slice it's, it takes a little it looks like shit yeah, it's, you it's don't a, get any uniform flat pieces you don't yeah. get any of that stuff yeah and and what it did i'm sure it pissed off a lot of butchers when he came up with that um, well, so what he did is he he went around he made them in their family garage or basement or it was at home and he made these things and he went around to various butchers or stores and saying hey look at this let me see your ham. And he'd buy the ham he'd from them and say, look at it. Boom. Yeah. Look at that. And they go, yeah, so what? You know, or whatever. And I'm not sure if at that point they were glazing him and all kind of, I don't know if that, when that probably didn't come in immediately, probably later on they did the sugar coating crap that they do. Um, couldn't sell it. Apparently it was added for like, the number in my head sticks for like 12 years or something. It was trying to sell, wow. sold a few here and there kind of thing. But he said, wow, this is just not, my family is not the multimillionaire I thought they'd be after slicing ham in a spiral thin it's fashion. It's so genius, though. Yeah, so, so what he did is he, uh, he said, well, fuck it. I'm just going to start my own store. I, I'm just going to, we're going to sell hams. And yeah. they all, y'all went, yay, dad. Probably thought he was out of his mind, probably. Okay, fucking yeah, old man yeah, river. Send, yeah, send a few hams, crazy guy. And it, you know, that was the beginning anyway, and it took off, and holy mother of Troy. You know, there's a whole shitload of honey baked hams everywhere except for Arizona. Yeah. That's weird. Like a Waffle House. 
Uh, no, thing. there's shitloads of them in, in Arizona, just oh. not here. Yeah. Although there's only like five in Tucson, but that's a uh, fair bit for Tucson, though. Well, it's yeah, there's only a million and a half people, <laughs> and a bunch of poor college kids. Yeah, they should have more. I'm sure there's at least one near the campus. Right? Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I so I went back to their website because I didn't believe that there's not any in Arizona. Um, they're all in the Phoenix area. There's like. Uh, honey baked hams? Uh, there's eight of them. Oh, no, there is one in Tucson. There's a honey baked ham store. Okay. There's one in Tucson and uh, eight in um, in Phoenix, the Phoenix area. But eight in the Phoenix area is still, I mean, that's fucking, there's like four million people or something in that area. Yeah. You know what, though? There's nothing special about them. So there, I really was not that impressed. Well, I, I, I was I wasn't impressed with the quality. I've definitely had better quality. From and I think we ended up discussing this. Like my mom was kind of upset that it was like seventy bucks or sixty bucks or whatever. I think it's the convenience. A lot of my uh, I see in the Atlanta area would be at like um, uh, uh, not conventions, but like business meetings and things like that. So someone's like, just go get a honey baked ham and some fruit, you know, and then which they, is you know a nice pair, and, 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 and then some bread. They have some bread, like some buns and stuff. So you get buns, honey baked ham, some fruit. That's the that's what we're serving at our convention lunch. Uh, I'll tell you what, Michael Hinman has. Uh, I, I couldn't believe it. He goes, man, I'm so glad there's so much ham left over. And I said, yeah, it's good. I love ham, blah, 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 blah. He goes, yeah, and there's a whole bunch of rolls left. I'm like, that's cool too, man. Those Hawaiian rolls. Oh, yeah. People only ate, like, there's only like four of them gone of the whole, like, I had big zero at place. And I said, so what do you do with them? And he's like, you take the ham, and then you take some of this mustard-based hot sauce. Yeah. And then a piece of cheese and put them on there and just like little sliders. Oh, and holy yeah. shit, he was right. Yeah, smart motherfucker. So that that was a glazed ham, though, right? Yeah. Okay. So where did that come from? Safeway. It okay. was Safeway brand. How much was it? Did you buy it? It was uh yeah, seventeen to twenty dollars, something like that. Not very much. Well, obviously, it wasn't very good if it, it wasn't seventy dollars. Yeah, it wasn't a honey-baked ham. <laughs> Eat a dick, honey-baked ham. <laughs> Thanks for the technology of spiral slicing because that's super convenient. But Jesus Christ. That ham, that ham would have cost me fucking seventy five dollars. I would never have purchased yeah. it. There's no goddamn way. I I would rather have that money back. I, I I can't even think of a kind of food that I would have to serve at a Thanksgiving dinner or a big dinner or something like that. It's I tell you, to, to me, it would be worth that much money if it were. Do you like those then? Is that it? Do I like? Is that what? the kind of ham that you like? No, I don't like ham. You still don't like that ham. I don't care. I what will, about ham? Like sandwich ham? I will eat ham. No, I'm just saying, but you don't enjoy it. I, no, I understand that. I don't want to spit it out if it's in my mouth. Like you know, some things you want to do. Oh my! Yeah, <laughs> be a fucking slow. be a goddamn woman about it. <laughs> I mean, if 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 ham finds its way in my mouth, I will. Wow! I will. So what do you just slip, trip, fall, land on a ham in your mouth? <laughs> Is that how that works, Paul? I, I, I will not have to eject it. I will. I will continue masticating. Oh, okay, fair and enough. And then right. uh, swallow it. Wow. Okay, but but so you don't like lunch meat ham? Nope. Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood you earlier. I thought you I like any ham. I like, I like pork. Like like uh, like a tenderloin. Pork okay, tenderloin. Ooh, and tenderloin is dry. It is. Kind of, it can be. It can be dry. It can be dry. Can be dry. Usually, it is dry. Gotta be careful. Or a really nice, thick, juicy pork chop. Okay. Those are nice. Yeah. Um, no, fuck both of those things. Like They're, pork uh, or pork. Uh, pork shoulder. Like barbecue. Like barbecue, yeah. That kind of thing. So it's really just 
The ham. ham. That's odd. Ham is the problem. Yeah, because if you, if you told me, okay, Joe, you have the choice of the entire pig or ham the rest of your life, and it's going to be a ham every single time. Not for me. Because I've never Good. had bad ham. We, we should hang out then because you can have that. We could we'll get a pig and you can have we'll just the. We'll split it and I'll have the, the ham, ham and, and then you can have the rest, rest of it. Of it. Yeah. You're have right. you ever had uh, jamón iberico? Are, are you familiar with Gesundheit. that? What? Jamón iberico. <laughs> no. It's the it's from uh, it's Spanish iberico like the Iberian Peninsula right mm-hmm. and it's from pigs that are fed uh, acorns. That's all. Right, and then it's dry. No, that's not all, Dick. And it's dry <laughs> cured. You can't even buy it in the states. Like you can kind of. I buy mean, that's it in all the they eat. Is what I'm saying. That's all they eat. Oh, is acorns. That's all they eat is, is is acorns. Do they ever sit around going, "This is bullshit"? No, they, it. this no, is the four hundredth time I've had acorns. No, because acorns are really expensive and they're really, really good. Okay. They, they taste good to the hogs. Uh, so then it's dry cured for over a year. The ham and the ham is on like this metal. It's like a you know, it's this ornate wooden platform with two metal like hooks that it just sits on. Mm-hmm. And it just, and then when you want some, it's super thin sliced off of the razor sharp knife. And it, at room temperature, my mouth is watering because I had some one time. At room temperature, that meat will just kind of melt in your mouth from it is being it, cured is so it, well. Is it really only these pigs are only really raised that way in that part of? Yes. That's it. Now, there are, there are places that try to fake it. Mm-hmm. And it's not quite as good. The quality is almost there, but it's not 100% there. There are places in the United States that make it in accordance with FDA guidelines. Do you remember where do you do their best? Do you remember where you had it? I had it at, at, amazingly enough, I had it. The only time I've ever had it was at the Salvador Dali Museum in, <laughs> oh uh, in uh, St. Petersburg. So the museum has a, yes. a restaurant. They didn't have a restaurant. Uh, uh, yes, they had a restaurant, but that wasn't at the restaurant. So this sounds odd, but it's Salvador Dali, so it makes sense. Someone walking around. They having... had no. They weren't walking around because it's giant. It's, a, it's okay. a ham. It's a ham like a leg. Okay. Uh, they had uh, um, Ferran Adria, who's a famous uh, chef. He had the restaurant El Bui, which is on the southeastern coast, I think, southeastern coast of mm-hmm. uh, Spain. Mm-hmm. El Bui was uh, one of the first restaurants to have a not only have the three Michelin stars, but for like 10 years, but was wow. ranked as the like the number one restaurant in the world. He's the guy that kind of invented molecular gastronomy where you take weird... And do, oh, I've seen that. Yeah, shit. yeah. Ferran Adria is a fucking genius, okay, right? Yeah, so they had an I've exhibit because yeah. uh, he's a Spaniard and he's actually from the same area of Spain as Salvador Dali. Mm-hmm. So in the museum on the third floor, they had like a special... Thing with the Fran Adria and his like, um, handwritten recipe like books and diaries and things. And, that and, were and in, it's a permanent part of the museum. I don't know if it's permanent. I know that it was there for at least a year. Okay. And they had all all manner of things to do with him and photography and 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 his cookbooks and all sorts of interesting things about the man's life. I didn't know this was there. Uh, I just knew that I really wanted to push hard to, to at least take Porsche to the Salvador Dali Museum. But we went there as a family, like the last day we were in St. Pete a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, it was honestly one of the neatest experiences I've ever had. But when we went to the um, uh, went to the museum or went ran into his exhibit, I saw it and I thought, oh, God, I don't know if I can handle this. Because I know we've kind of talked about it a little bit on the podcast for you know my friend Tyson you, you took his life mm-hmm. 2013 
he also got me really heavy, heavy into traditional, uh, not traditional, but like technical cooking. I knew how to cook before I met him, but he was a classically trained chef and he gave me a lot of techniques that I kind of understood, but he just showed me how to, and he taught me a lot of things. And his, like one of his biggest heroes was, first off was Morimoto, who was fantastic, amazing chef. Michael Simon, who was the first American to win Iron Chef. Not just the bullshit Americanized TV show, like the actual Japanese TV show Iron Chef. He was the first American okay. to go over there and win. Michael Simon's from Cleveland uh, and has a handful of uh, uh, whatever. Uh, He's probably uh, met some of these people, I'm guessing. Yeah. Tyson probably did. Yeah. Michael Simon was one of them that he met, which okay. was pretty cool and got a book signed by him. I, I actually I actually have that. Yeah. Um. But uh, but Ferran Adria was kind of on top, mostly because like Tyson could speak Spanish. He was of Spanish extraction. Like his dad, his his dad had Spanish blood. Like his like grandparents were from Spain. And anyway, so he kind of gravitated toward the Spanish cuisine and Ferran Adria specifically. So I saw this exhibit. I'm like, fuck, I don't know if I can. There's a lot, a lot of emotions come back. Sure. You know, you see that. So I but I went in there and I went in there with Porsche and I was just I would like. Portia and I, and, you know, real credit, a lot of credit goes to Portia for just kind of listening to me just prattle on, just, bah, 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 and his brother this, and that, 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 let's go to gastronomy, bah, 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 and then we, like, as we're going through, like, looping and looking at some of his, because uh, um, he, he went down all the way deep into, like, designing the actual flatware and the dishes and things I like think that. I, I've heard and seen it, a couple things about this this guy. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't know his was, name, but I remember seeing this. Elbow yeah. U was fucking ridiculous, and yeah. like they only they only were open from like April to October, mm-hmm. and they didn't take reservations until they took reservations on one day, and once it was filled, it was filled. That's but it. they left no, like three, three tables open at all times, and sometimes those got filled up by people who just like driving down a country road and they're like oh here's a restaurant they pull in and they had no idea that it was like the restaurant mm-hmm. in the world uh and they would he would let them in and That's like cool. they would sit down and then they would get like a 45 course meal right that just blew their goddamn mind and all they were looking for was like a fucking some tapas <laughs> you know uh, but or Dairy so, so, so this ham they had there anyway was it, so how walked, was it how we was walked it? through the whole exhibit and we get there and i was like Holy shit! I, I mean, I I think I may have said audibly, "Holy shit!" And Porsche's like, "What?" And I'm like, "That's Hamoni Barico," and it's it, it was just a guy standing there with like cuffed sleeves mm-hmm. and chef hat, smock, and that's all he had in front of him. Yeah, and all he had in front of him was this ham that was on these like really nice like chrome forks, basically that stick out of like a mahogany. Um, base and it holds it up at a, like a 45 degree angle and he's got gloves on and he's got not and not plastic gloves white gloves like fancy like like marching yeah. band gloves yeah. or marine corps like rifleman gloves and he he's got this super sharp knife and walk up and i'm like excuse me is this hamon iberico and then he and he he looked at me and then he started speaking to me in spanish and i'm like i don't i'm, I'm yeah, sorry stop <laughs> and i'm like and i was like uh, you know, see, si, lo siento, más o menos. Da, 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 like I kind of rattle off a little mm-hmm. bit just to let him know, like I'm not super fluent, and my daughter doesn't understand Spanish. So he 
he spoke in a little bit of uh, some broken English and said, yeah, Hamon Iberico, it's from this region. Da, da, da. I'm like, yes, I, I love some. He goes, are you familiar with this? I said, yeah, I didn't know it was legal in the United States. He goes, it's not. We get in trouble. <laughs> and I'm like, this All is right. amazing. I mean, and you can find it. You know, you can find stuff. Well, so were there tables there? You just like slice you off a piece? He and sliced me off a piece and, and just away. gave it like a small, like a white napkin. Right. And, it w- and, and I gave Portia a piece. I said, I want you to try this. And she goes, I don't know. Really I'm like, yeah, let's try it. And then she ate it, and she's like, it just melts in your mouth. And I said, yeah, that's that's it. And they're like, do you taste the nuttiness to it? And she's like, yeah. What it's is a it? bit What's nutty. It is. Yes, <laughs> it is, though. I'm sure and, it is. And, and, and I said, it's because those pigs eat nothing but acorns. And she's like, really? I said, yeah, that's that's where the, that's where, that's why it's so expensive. And I said, it's if you had to buy this ham, it was it would be $10,000. And she's like, what? And I'm like, it's probably... Five hundred dollars a pound. Wow, it's so good. Though. But then you said, but it was amazing to see it, and I, I wonder if maybe you would like that because it's cured. I'm sure I would like, like, but you, but you should have said, or you probably did say, yeah, but it's not a spiral slice ham. Yeah, well, you know, if you went to the honey baked ham store, <laughs> that shit would be sliced for you. <laughs> it's it, bullshit. This, this bullshit using that sharp ass knife, you Spaniard. <laughs> Ding. Now he. It, uh, that guy was really cool and he just kind of looked around and then he sliced off like a thicker piece and gave it to me and then another piece and gave it to Portia and he just kept I just stood there and kind of tried to talk to him a little bit and he just kept feeding us we, we probably ate a hundred dollars worth of Sam nice and then my my mom came over she goes what are you guys doing I said this is Hamoni Barico it's the, from hogs that fed you know do, uh, do you normally would you, would you refrigerate it normally also no, or not no it's not meant to be refrigerated so the, it's so, cured it's a cured meat it's it's yeah it's dried so i'm just i'm curious though not to uh i mean if the guy why does it matter i just want to know if they always have that guy there slicing up that ham all year i don't know or that when it's out that one was out oh we bought this one and when it's out we'll do another I, one sometime. i know that it was a friday or it was, no it was a saturday I don't know if it was a weekend thing. I have no idea, Paul. That's a weird. That's a weird question. That is a weird question. But you know, we all. In fact, we're not you know, surprised. The next by time you. I have a omelet, I'm gonna make sure it doesn't have any ham in it. You know, I'll, I'll suffer through the ham. What about bologna? Uh, actually, I like bologna better. I know it's worse weird weirdness, but no. I, if you if you like it, you like it. What about? I remember one time my mom gave me a whipping when I was about four years old because I threw. Because for some reason I thought the bologna smelled bad or was n- not good or something. And you threw it away. No, no, I was at the at the kitchen table. I don't remember if I was this young. If I was in a in a high chair or not. How how old are you normally? Well, I've got my full size one here, of course. But you have I mean, a full size high chair. <laughs> no, I'm, t- I, I'm like. <laughs> That sounds. Yeah, Paul's letting me in a little, a little more into his crazy. Yeah. No, I don't. I'm just no. Normally, how. How old would you be if you were when you leave? Your uh, high chair? Probably like two. Okay, I probably wouldn't have been two. I probably would not have been a high chair. Yeah, two. So or it was three. at a kitchen table. You, you could have been like a uh, booster. Uh, yeah, thing. booster seat. Yeah, fine. So there's a bologna sandwich. My mom is like cleaning the kitchen. I'm adjacent to the kitchen, and my sister was there because she thought it was funny because uh, I took a bite of the sandwich and I thought it smelled the bologna smelled bad or something. I didn't like it. I don't know. So I opened up the sandwich and took the slice of bologna out and. Just frisbeed it across the, <laughs> <laughs> across the kitchen. Paul, you little asshole. And I remember when it, when it, when it, when it, hit, when it hit the floor, you know, it didn't kind of tumble. It just it went, you know, went and stuck. Splat. Stuck right to the floor because a little bit of mayonnaise on there and just kind of, you know. 
Oh, my yeah. My mother was not happy with that Bet move. Bet she beat your ass for that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my sister was laughing the whole time. So much. I remember my sister was laughing at me the whole time. <laughs> it's been 50 plus years since that happened. You yes. still remember it. Oh, yeah. Did you ever do it again? I do it all the time now. Now no one's you're like, this me. is my fucking Across hanger. the hanger. Just zing. Boom. Baloney. Be free. <laughs> The reason I asked about bologna is that I, I, I happen to have a friend who listens to the podcast that smoked me a chub of bologna last week. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. So goddamn good. I bet it is. I mean, just. I think I know what this is. Oh, yeah. The local smoker. The local smoker. Yeah. Smoking man. And yeah. I went over to his compound. I, I, he, I, I bought a chub from him, or a half chub, I think, about a year or so ago. Uh, but it was uh, he was like, hey, man, it's ready. We're going to be doing this. Da, da, da. Can you come by and get it? And I said, I work all night. Can I come by in the morning? So he gave me uh, his address, and I went by after I, I got off work. It's like 7, so it was like 7.15 in the morning. And I just pulled up in front of his house, and I think all the kids were asleep, and his wife was asleep still. So he came out and handed it to me, and I gave him some cash for it. And then I went home, and it was one of the best goddamn things I've ever eaten. But I'd never been into his house. His, he's got one of the coolest houses I've ever seen. Oh, really? And he's also he's sitting on like, I feel like I asked him what his acreage was. It has to be at least an acre. He's got a shop in it that rivals your hangar. Nice. I'm not even joking. It's not as big, but it has just as many tools in it. In fact, it's got more because he's got a lift. What is he, um, like, for just hobby stuff? Hobby stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah car, working, car, on, like working on his car. own cars, working okay. on all sorts of shit, man. Cool. Yeah, it was badass. And he had uh, His smoker's pretty impressive. I've his seen smoker, pictures of it. But. His smoker looks like, a, like, the, like three big gun safes put together he built it right he did build it yeah. and it's it, it's impressive god damn yeah anyway shout out to bo senna yeah find his find his house you know you can uh like i i just wonder if like there's like when he's smoking meat like if their dogs are because he has dogs like did they, they have, have neighbors just, oh, yeah what the neighbors are like yeah uh um, his, one of his neighbors is carrie and oh, Carrie, Carrie doesn't like, mind, Carrie's obviously. Carrie's like, is sometimes if there's no wind, which is a rare occasion around here, but he said sometimes if there's no wind, there's just his, his whole house will smell up like smoked meat. Because he's like <laughs> two or three houses down. He's real close by. Does he, does he mind? Does Carrie oh, I don't think it would mind. Yeah. That's a great smell. Sure. Although it just make me hungry all the time. Um, That's pretty crazy. But yeah, it's a, uh, oh man, it's... Uh, oh. Smoked bologna. So I wonder if uh, I kind of want to have him smoke me a ham, and then I'll not let you have any. So we have this uh, uh, wild pig problem. Obviously, we're just going to keep talking about hams and pig all the episode. We have a wild. Who you have a wild? No, pig problem? I, when I say we. I don't or is it when we. you're out like trying to pick up ladies? Yeah, wild pig problem. No. Yeah. Uh, of course, we've got the small the people living around the listening around the world. We have the little. Small kind of pig thing called a javelina. It's not a pig. It's a peccary. It's, it's a, related. But it looks to, like a pig. It's related to rats. They are not a, related to pigs. But it looks like a pig. Doesn't act or it smell like a pig. It kind of doesn't look like a pig. Its nose isn't flat, is it? It's like a pointed. They're gross. Anyway, people They're do eat those. Yeah, no, they eat them. In fact, I've got some uh, breakfast sausage uh, made from javelina in my freezer right now. I, I'm sure you've seen a wild. I have never seen one because I, I haven't seen a rattlesnake. Killed either, one because so. it came at me. Yeah. Yeah. Shot it. Okay. Boom. Done. It was you were in this territory. You were. I was in its territory, but they also will charge you. And they're how big? Are they, what, what's the biggest they would get around here? I think I mean, about this long, eighty to one hundred pounds. So about, they, about they, that they big. Get, they get pretty big. They get fucking vicious. Maybe a little more than that. I'm not. I. I. The, I only saw. I mean, I've seen a handful of them out in the wild, but they're like running away. So this the, one was running at me but, and a handful of other people that were out. Um, Kind of hiking around in the big sandy area, uh, 
Okay. Which is where they're, I mean, they're, there's shitloads of them there. People come from all over the state to hunt the Big Sandy. And they, they eat them. They hunt them to, not trophy, I don't imagine. Not really. I, yeah. I, I mean, maybe people, I, I actually, I've seen a few stuffed. Okay. I know his, uh, Bo's dad does his own taxidermy, and he's you know great white hunter, so he's got, I think, at least one that I've seen up on a shelf. He might have shot, obviously, he's shot more. They go on a hunt every year, but that's where I got the breakfast sausage. But further east, I don't know if they have in California or up at the west coast or whatever, but obviously, you know, Texas area and further Southwest, east. definitely. And in, in further east from, from here, there's a shit, there's wild pig. There's shitloads of unbelievable wild, wild pig population. There's shitloads of wild pig uh, down uh, along the Colorado River. Oh, there are? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it's in. Like, and, like the big ones we're talking about? Big, real yeah. big. So, yeah. it, what's in, and they talked about this on Rogan's not, podcast. Not like, not like. Uh, Hogzilla ho- kind of stuff. Yeah, kind of shit in, 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 like in crazy. south central Georgia and shit like yeah. that or Mississippi and whatnot. Like I've. There's uh what's the what's the uh, the marine base that's in uh, uh, Georgia Camp Lejeune, mm-hmm. right? That's in, that's Georgia. Uh, I don't think Lejeune oh, no. is in Georgia. No, no, that's uh um, God, damn. Paris Island. No, is Paris Island in Georgia or is that Camp Lejeune in North Carolina, Carolina or one of the Carolinas? Anyway, uh, go- I watched a video of Gordon Ramsay going to one of those places, and uh, they're like, "All right, we're gonna take you out and let you go shooting." And he's he'd never gone really hunting, hunting before and went out and shot himself a, a giant hog and then butchered it right there in the field and mm-hmm. then made it made barbecue, made ribs, made shoulder and uh, butchered it down to two hams and then would, would had them like take it away to a butcher shop to have it like spiral so, sliced again and all that <laughs> stuff. So we, we know but, they come they, from and they're fucking enormous. Yeah, man. We know they come from originally from normal pigs that get yeah, loose they, they and they just shit. go feral yeah. and and within like i think a pig i think a pink pig if it's young will start growing hair and fucking horns and shit yeah. on its own yeah because it, it it doesn't need to if it's in captivity because yeah. it's not fighting another so pig. it evolves and before your eyes almost when yeah. it's out there and there i've seen some video where they're like a whole squadron of them which is not a, squ- a squadron of pigs <laughs> what is yeah. a what is a group of pigs called? uh uh, an oink of pigs. We got. I bet it's an interesting. Let's look up what the. Uh, yeah, the I, lo- I love looking pigs. up the groups. Uh, it's got to be just. It uh, can't be just a boring. You know, like a herd. You know, that would be. It's got to be something f- interesting. It's so interesting how many different names there are to groups of animals. Isn't that kind of a funny thing, Joe? It's like there's a lot of different names given to groups of it, animals. It, it's weird. Like a what, murder what? of crows. Where yeah. does that come from? That's yeah, is odd. And certain aquatic creatures. Not just a school of you know schools of fish. And there's different, like a pod of uh, whales or okay, porpoise. So, yeah, uh, well, whales. Don't say porpoise. Don't. It's a don't don't do that. Sorry. Because porpoise is a French name. Porpoise. 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 Okay, go ahead. Well, how, what what's a group of pigs? There's called? a whole bunch of different ones. Oh wow, great. Yeah. Thank you. Good. This is this yeah. confuses. Well, well, some of them is okay. So you have a parcel of pigs, a herd of pigs, a drift of pigs. A drove of pigs, a sounder of wild pigs, a litter of piglets, a tarot. It's just me, on excuse the, me, a pharaoh of piglets. Does it depend on the size of the group? Pass or, I, I think it, it depends on if they're wild or not. Yeah. If they're male or female or not, or if a group, and, and you know, it's just various. So have you seen some of, the, some of the video they have of of a group of pigs, wild pigs, when they're tearing up someone's fucking yard or yeah, something? Yeah, they go ape shit. It, they go. They, they're not even. Crazy. They're not like a cow out there, kind of. Rooting around a little bit. 
they are out of they, fucking control. They destroy crops, and that's why there's very quickly. They get their horns and they're digging shit up, and yep. they're just flip, ruining stuff. Like right now, yeah, acting like a bunch of pigs. And then when your guns start going off, they just haul ass. They don't trot or jog. They they're, they're <laughs> they yeah. haul ass. The destructive wild creatures. So do they taste the same as a regular pink pig? Uh. When uh, Ramsey cooked his up, he, he he tasted it. He said it was it was it had much better flavor. Hmm. He didn't say what it tasted like or anything like that. He just said like he he's, I couldn't believe he couldn't believe how good it tasted. He said it tasted like some something like French fed hogs or some sh- some 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 fancy fucking hogs or something like that. I'm like well, I, I mean, and that's. That's true. Like I've had, I've had uh, hogs that were never fed slot before. That they only ate grain and uh, greens and things like that. And that was some of the best pork I've ever had in my entire life. And it so, was amazing. It, you might even have liked the ham. So I wonder what they do with uh, because I, I know there's no uh, there's probably no restrictions on hunting these things. They're probably like go out anybody whenever you freaking want and go kill these things. Probably. And and so I, I wonder if they. Um, what do the people do with them? Do they? I bet you there's certain groups that have plenty of this freaking pig, and they don't want any more. So sometimes they give them to uh, you know the feeding certain groups of people and that kind of stuff. I wonder if that. Uh, I'm just curious what happens so. to all this stuff. I can tell you right now, there's something I found out very dis- that I was very disappointed in is that uh, I knew some people 20 years ago or so that were able to be part of a hunt. Uh, to thin the the herd that's down uh, along the Colorado River because they're very destructive because they're not native, mm. obviously. Um, they're and they they get really destructive to the vegetation down there, which is not not it's not. It they get destructive to the point where it's like a bunch of locusts coming in, like there's yeah. just shit. It's everywhere. It's like you were talking about. They get they root everywhere. So um, they and that hunt is on BLM land. And it's only done whenever it's necessary. So it's not like every other year, every five years or something like that. And last year, or maybe earlier this year, actually, they, the BLM and, uh, and uh, Department of the Interior and a handful of other whoever muckety-mucks decided that they weren't going to allow a hunt, but they needed to the, call the herd. So they went out with helicopters and machine guns and just fucking gunned them down. Oh. I shit you not. Wow. And left carcasses. If they couldn't find the carcass and truck it away, they just left it out there. Mm, yum. That I, it I was lovely. I was fucking appalled. And then I yeah. then I started reading up on it. I'm like, that doesn't sound right. And there's all these people that are these hunters are like, you can't just do that. Because yeah. then you end up with like, you know, you not only do you have an eight hundred pound fucking carcass hanging out out there that's just rotting that'll take two years to rot in the desert because yeah. no fucking bacteria in the in the uh, in the uh soil. Right. But you have like it's it's a it's a problem because that's all marshland, so it's just sitting there rotting in in kind, the water, kind of disturbing the uh, the eco, yeah. eco, local ecosystem. Exactly, and it just so at the very least, if you would have let hunters go out there, if they would have let hunters go out there, they would have shot them up, they would have taken them away, and it would have fed a hundred people. So were they maybe was their excuse like there were so many of them? Something they, to they do just with couldn't... disease was one of them. Was oh. that they didn't want to they you know and uh, it had to do with disease was part of it was that we can't. We don't know if they're diseased or not, and there's not a real season on them because ecologically they don't belong there. Mm-hmm. So you can't say it's like rabbits. Like you, you're not supposed to hunt rabbits in the summertime because they have worms. Fine. Right. So you hunt them in the fall or after. I should say after any time after the um, the after frost Labor has Day. happened after Labor Day, right after a frost <laughs> has happened. Yeah, like the rabbits don't wear white after Labor Day. 
but but with the hogs, they didn't ha- they couldn't they 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 were you know ptomaine poisoning or whatever bullshit that they sure. came up with. But the the fact of the matter is is that you can check that and you can almost anything I think with pigs you can you can cook and it's not going to make people sick as long as they cook it right. Yeah. So they're trying to go from the liability angle, but I honestly think it was uh, and and there was a um, God I can't think of the guy's name. He's a hunter guy that writes an out, outdoor column in the local paper. I can see his face and I can't think of his name. I think his first name is Bill, but he's also a guide around here. And he wrote, he wrote several articles about it that were just, just scathing. Mm-hmm. He's like, I've been hunting for the better part of 50 years and I can't believe that they did this. They could have done this. They could have done this and they could have that, 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 that. And there's no reason, there's no cause for this. And they, they well, don't you, want you to comment think, there on are, it. There are enough hunters around you. You would have thought that they could have, there are enough groups, I imagine. People were foaming at the mouth to go on that hunt. Yeah, and People they, have they been waiting said, okay, here, I would have gone on that hunt. Yeah, here's here's a date. We're going to do this. So we're going to, you know, they might have to limit the number of people so people yeah. aren't firing at each other from different, exactly. different directions exactly. and stuff. I, and, and I'm not a murderous type. I don't go out there because of bloodlust. I was just thinking, my God, I would love to be able to go out and hunt and kill my own hog because I eat pork, but I buy it from commercial shitty farms and whatnot mm-hmm. because I don't have another option. And I would I would really like to go out there and have wild and, and there's a ton of grasses and, and, and wild berries and shit like that naturally fed hog and help the local ecosystem because they don't belong there. For several That's years. Absolutely. I would I have no problem doing that and I really would have jumped at the chance to do it, and they didn't allow anybody. They were doing yeah. it by helicopter. And it was that's, fucking terrible. That's unfortunate. I so for several years I've talked about this, and I don't know if I'm ever going to do it. Seems like it's not going to happen. But uh, and I think I mentioned it to you. But I've got a guy that works for me that uh, wants to uh, raise a couple of uh, steer or whatever, and um, and we know some other people that are ranchers and things. And I would love to go in or pay for you know part of one and have it raised that's cactus fed you know not full of hormones and all that kind of stuff yeah and, cactus and, fed or whatever oh. the gr- <laughs> oh, they eat, they don't eat cactus but i like eat, how you said cactus fed you know like it's a very specific they just munch on everything yeah that's yeah. fucking funny do they eat cactus actually they do don't they some kind they i must. think they'll eat whatever they can get but i don't think they eat cactus people say that though cactus fed and I just I'm, did too. I, you know what? I I don't know. I I know so I I I can ask somebody. Yeah. I know I got a guy. I got a lady. I wonder what they are out there running around eating. Because sometimes they're out here in the industrial park. They get go through some fence wrong. Oh really? And they, they, in fact, when I was the first couple of years I was here, this is kind of funny. Uh, off of one of the main roads, there was a, an, on, a, an ongoing business that's not here anymore. But they just paid for uh, I don't know, like twelve thousand dollars worth of landscaping around their building. And like the next week or two, those the cows got out somewhere and were wandering around here. And I actually saw them munching all these flowers and all this nice, tasty, brand new landscaping around this business. Oh shit! <laughs> it's just ate it. Maybe all. don't. Maybe don't. Well, and this is one of those areas. This is not because uh, we have grazing. Uh, what is that called? Uh, free open, range. Oh, free range. Oh, open yeah, range. Open range. Not free range. Which open range. That, that's actually becoming kind of a big debate in this county. It is. Uh, it you is. notice that? Yep. So I'm kind of torn on the fact that... For those of you who don't know, you live somewhere else, you you can fence in your property, but if you don't fence in your property, it, large chunks, it is legal to have any kind of... If that cattle gets into get, your yard, your and yard or your, your property, your property your and eats fault. it, it's legal to do that. And if that ca- and if that cattle eats something on your property that wasn't properly fenced in, 
and they get sick and it dies, you're liable for that steer or that yeah. that, that that cow. And and there were a you're, lot of you are liable. For there it. was a movie called I think it was called Open Range or something, right? It was a big uh, cowboy western kind of thing. With you don't know this? I've never heard of that. I think I it's called Open. I'm pretty fucking sure. And it was with. Um, Robert Duvall, and uh, this is a good movie. It was a good Western, actually, and it was with um, Kevin Costner and Robert Duvall. Okay. And uh, and it had to do with grazing rights and stuff. And back in the old cow poke days, this was a big deal. Ooh, don't say cow poke. I know, but you know what I mean. The, the, yeah, the, no, I know what you it mean. It was a big damn deal where people were just letting their cat, you know, people were getting into, probably killing each other over it. Well, and, and, and I don't know if it's still true in Arizona. Probably not. I mean, it might still be on the books legally, but it's not something that's enforceable. Is that if you if you caused, if a, if a rancher witnessed you harming their cattle they can murder you for that because that cattle's that's their that's their that's, that's their, their livelihood, livelihood. Yeah. yeah it's like a it's like a, a castle doctrine kind of thing and i was like i remember hearing about that i'm like that sounds like some old west shit but then you look at um the fact that the west not calif most of california but the american west when it comes to uh, a large portion of texas new mexico excuse me, um, southern Colorado and eastern Colorado, and then Arizona, was settled by, I mean, it was all just, it, there was nothing here. There was a bunch of natives here mm-hmm. that were presumably pretty happy, and mm-hmm. then they came in and fucked that all up, but that's a different topic. Mm-hmm. But it was all settled by these ranchers, just tough, just tough motherfuckers yeah. coming out, settling the land, fencing off their area or leasing land, BLM land that was open range land, which is where that comes from. And and then people were like, oh, you guys only, you get sunshine how many days out of the year? Oh, you it doesn't get below 30 degrees? In the, well, this is a great place to retire. Let's come out here. So then you have people that are like, why are these cows in my fucking yard? And I'm like, right. well, no. Why are you in the cows fucking like grazing? Moving area? next to an airport and complaining about there. Thank you, noise. exactly. Yeah. Or like those people, like uh, uh, you know the the um, where Tim's uh, gravel pit and landfill is. Mm-hmm. There's people that are around there that complained after they built their house and moved in that and that gravel pit and landfill has been there for like 40 years. Yeah. But they moved in in the past 15 or 20 and complained about it. They complained about the noise. They complained about the view. Yeah. And the state's like no, and the county's like it's fuck like off. It's been there, yeah. yeah, it's been there. So, but I'm also, but there's also some really, there's some issues. Like, I realized that the ranchers were here first, cattle was here first. Fine, I get it. But when it comes to the safety of motorists and things like that, people are saying, well, if you slow down or pay more attention, but but but. If it's nighttime and you're out North Stockton Hill Road, if you're going 25 miles an hour, and that's a 55 out there almost all the way. It's 55 at night. It's 45. It's 45. Even if you're going 25, you can't stop in time because it's dark as fuck out there. I was waking up to that fact. I don't know if I had already moved here or was building the hangar or whatever, but I remember driving out there because I thought it was cool and your Red Lake is out in that area. And and I remember uh, going – Driving out to to Meadview or something and coming back and it was dark coming back, and like, wow, this is a long straight fucking. Road. There's nobody out here. I'm going night is 45. I don't get it. Fuck it. I'm gonna go faster. <laughs> so I'm going at 80 or whatever the fuck it is God. or 90. And guess what? At some point, yes, there was a cow or a couple of them that had wandered onto the road. And then then I figured out real quick why that 
slower speed limits out there. Yes, you did. It, but it was a very frightening thing to understand about or learn about open range. I assume you were driving your truck. Uh, no, it was. Uh, this was. It was probably a rental car. Oh, know? I didn't hit anything. But yeah, it, but you it was I an mean, emergency that, stop and a swerving and a holy crap, you know, kind of thing. If you were in your Jeep and you hit one of those steers, you would have died. I'm sure. If you were in your truck, the steer would have died and your truck would have been totaled and you would have been fucked up. Oh, yeah. There, it's, it's fucking scary. It is. I, I remember the, I tell you about the time I was headed to Flagstaff and I had, there was a, um, <coughs> I saw in front of me probably 100, 150 yards, an elk, you know, just hop the fence and then go on to I-40. They're bigger than a horse. People don't know this. Fucking elk are goddamn enormous. Now, a moose is much bigger, but still. Much bigger, yeah. Most people can't comprehend how fucking big an elk is. And this was a bull elk, and he was Mm -hmm. big-ass horns. It's kind of hopped over the fence. Hopped over, and I'm like, oh, he's not going to keep going. He's not going to keep going. Fuck, he's going to keep going. My truck got red mist on it because the the truck in front of me was a semi and hit the and fuck. hit it and oh fucking obliterated the whole front end and liquefied that elk yeah but there were bones and teeth and horns and shit in, but it really embedded. fucked the truck up you're it saying too. fucked that truck up if uh, I, I mean, mean like it, an 18 wheeler like a semi I, yes like yes that. an 18 wheeler like a yeah. like a big a, a big full size or something. something like that yeah and I could not fucking believe the damage it did, and it shook that the guy up like he he literally he was so shook up because I stopped. I was like, "Shit, are you okay?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm fine." And his window was shattered because like a like a hoof ended up in his like in his window or something. I'm like, "Are you okay?" He's like, "I think," but he had blood on him. But it was it was it was yeah. most likely blood from that. So uh, I have a little first aid kit in there, and I've got like wipes and shit in case I get stuck on the side of the road and I got to shit. So I pulled out these wipes and I kind of wiped him down. I'm like, "Are you sure you're okay?" And he's like, "Yeah, I think so." And by that time, like DPS showed up and they checked him out. And uh, he actually asked me, like, like before DPS got there, he's like, "Do you have any liquor?" I just I can't stop shaking. And I said, I don't know, "It's the adrenaline. It'll go away. You're fine. You're gonna be all right." So I stayed around until DPS showed up and they had me put my name on a report. And, uh, and he said, "How many elk was it?" I said, "It was one." And they're like. They look at it and go, God damn. I'm like, and then they looked at the rack or what was what was left of the rack. They're like, it's, he had to have been over a thousand pounds. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. Shit was scary. It was scary to see it happen. Like, I didn't see obviously the impact, but I knew it was happening. I'm like, boom, 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 boom. And I got my white truck got sprayed. It looked, it, I mean, it looked like I drove through like a whole bunch of zombies or something like that. There was speaking of elk and rack. You see the little news blip we had locally where someone there were like three bull elk they found down in a ravine off the side yeah, of the road just to get their their uh, antler or they get their rack apparently because they were just left there to rot. I know hunters that would find those people if they found out that 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 would and they probably be, wouldn't make it alive. They somewhere. would they 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 would beat them within an inch of their life. Yeah, and and make and and try their best to like just cover their tracks and let them know this is a fucking message. Yeah, uh, Chris Yokely and I talked about it mm-hmm. actually today, and you know his his family. I mean he's 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 like a fourth or fifth generation hunter in this area, mm-hmm. and he's like I I my dad was upset like visibly just upset about it and i said yeah but fishing game has been 
Fish and Game has apparently been investigating it for several like months because that that they were dumped out there a couple months ago. Oh, okay. So they've been investigating it for a while. It's just the general public just now Learning found out about, about it. it. Yeah. yeah, probably because they're starting to really stink. Remember when I um, a handful of years ago there was uh, a wealthy guy that used to come here and he'd land, and uh, I remember the other, other airport people that were formerly managing the place. We'll tell me about this. I don't know if the guy was ever caught or not, but people people do come here apparently during off season or right before the season starts. Yep. They come here and they'll land. They got some other vehicle that got set up. They go out and they kill something, and then come back and bang. They're and gone. then they're gone. They're gone. Yep. On their airplane. They're gone. Absolutely. Yeah. Not yeah. That, and that's a common thing. That's yeah. uh That's um, Mac Nelson and I talked about that. Uh, he actually mentioned it. We were talking about hunting and. Uh, and he said he said Ohio sounds a lot like Wyoming, where you can just kind of drive about 20 minutes and then within about an hour or so you'll you'll have a deer yeah <laughs> except it's like that with elk <laughs> so it's been- uh, but he, but he said that there's that have a po- they have a real bad problem with poaching in more remote states montana idaho wyoming yeah, yeah. um there was a list i found on the news somewhere about the uh so which states are the most armed per 1000 people or per million whatever per 1000 people and uh, Arizona is not one of the most armed states. No, uh, I would probably say one of the Dakotas. Close, because I know that they have. I, I know, but Wyoming, but I say, but Wyoming. Yeah. Well, Wyoming, because you like you, your army. You're not because of the you're not because you're worried about crime. Mm. You're not like trying to be the good guy with a gun. You're trying to not get mauled by a fucking bear. Yeah, or and a, so there's probably people that live out kind of in the more wilderness area. Yeah, ish, and everybody's and so, got a gun. Yeah. yeah, and it's like it's funny because the the lowest number would be more more in back east. You kind of figure Texas is not that high. Arizona, like I said, it's not it's not as high as you would think. Some of the States we all kind of hear about. They have the about. stereotype of yeah. being the yeehaw gun toting. But but it was like Wyoming was like two hundred out of a thousand or something. Was the how many guns per per thousand or something? Or I don't know. It was a huge number compared to what the lowest or the middles. Like Arizona was like twenty or twenty seven or twenty eight right. firearms per thousand people. Or something wow, like that. Wow, that surprises me that it's that low. Yeah, yeah. And, and I read that. I'm pretty sure it was it was like that. And then then it towards the end it starts rapidly getting into much bigger numbers with Wyoming being the top. I'd be kind of interested to see what uh, Ohio's ranking is for that because there's a lot of people that live there. Uh, once you have the, a lot of farmers. We got to take a break and let's look that up. We can, All right, let's Google do that. that. We're gonna take a brief break and we'll be We're, right back. No more pig talk. No more pig talk. Cartoon casual. <laughs> the 
Shop Small Saturday, Joe. 
Uh, I feel like I now kind of almost understand what it's like to work retail on Black Friday. Okay. Uh, it The brewery was packed all day today. Shop Small Saturday, for you folks out there that don't know, is a, kind of a nationwide campaign to uh, get people to shop locally or shop at a smaller non-chain type stores. Uh, after the incredible commercialization of, of Walmart and Best Buy and da, 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 everything that happens on Black Friday. And Shop Small Saturday is the Saturday after Black Friday. And uh, there's, you know, you have, uh, I wouldn't say that downtown has, downtown has a more of a density of like mom and pop, like locally owned shops, but not the most in town. Correct, uh, but it's but it, the density is there. People can park in one spot and walk three blocks, four blocks, and hit fifteen or eighteen different places where they can buy things. Yeah, and those people need to eat, so they stop at local restaurants. And honestly, today I noticed a shit ton of people. That's an actual unit of measurement, folks. Shit ton. It's a shit ton of people. Is that a metric shit ton? Can, it is or a, a ma- I, imperial. On, it's metric. I don't go for the imperial shit. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, metric shit ton of people, and uh, ended up having probably a, a, the best, if not the, not the best Saturday I've ever had. That's not no, no it's a, like the most in bartending at a craft beer bar. You learn, especially in the afternoons, you learn your different types of people, and these people that were coming through asking for flights, you know, like a taster of say six beers. Those people, they most of them were people that are from Kingman that had never been to the brewery before, and many of them Which had never been downtown. Good. Hell yes, it's good because that means they're going to come back out. downtown again. Every single person I talked to was like, "Yeah, we're out shopping." Da 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 da. It wasn't like people just coming down to get hammered at ten o'clock in the morning. It was people downtown shopping. They wanted to pop in for a beer, get a bite to eat, and then continue on down the road yeah. and keep shopping. And almost everybody had a bag of. Like throughout the afternoon, almost everybody had a bag that said Savon Bath Treats, the uh, the farmhouse. Uh, you know, they were ordering from Floyd's Pizza. They were ordering for the garlic clove. It was, it was it was really great to see that many people, but it was busy as shit. But it was today. not your busiest Saturday. Uh, no, no, no. I've had Saturdays where I did okay. a lot. I did I, I, not a, did a lot more, but it was up there. Are they normally tied with um with with other events? With an event, yes, yeah, some sort okay. of an event, yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, we, we had uh, we work on airplanesies here, and there was a uh, flight crew that came through to pick up uh, an airplane, and uh, they were they weren't early. What what were they waiting for? Oh, they they couldn't. They need to get a ride back with another airplane from Embry Riddle, whatever it was. I can't remember why they were here early, but they were like, yeah, I guess we're done for. We gotta wait for another couple hours. And it was about ten o'clock or eleven o'clock. Wasn't it uh, weather? No, I don't remember. This were, time, anyway, I, I can't remember. Yeah. But they said, yeah, we're going to have lunch. And he goes, is there a cafe? And I said, there is. I said, but if you guys have a, can borrow a car or whatever. No, in fact, they had a car because they were dropping off something in a vehicle. And they, anyway, I said, you guys need to go downtown, like old downtown Kingman. They went, of course, they didn't know. They were from Prescott area, and they had no idea. They again, there was any yeah. downtown. I went, yeah, it's really cool. And I said, I'd strongly urge for getting the fast food. The airport cafe is decent, but you've been there before already. So get in your car and go downtown. I told them how to get there and they had a Floyd's pizza, I think. And, and one had some barbecue there and I said, well, what'd you think? He said, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. We'd go back there again. And they said, yeah, we had no idea it was down there at all. And I said, well, why would you, there's no reason normally 
if, unless you drive through Kingman a lot or whatever. And so they just right. assumed the that's what the is bad. The assumptions are whatever people assume. It's just gas stations. Well, when some place has been the same way for a lot of years and word of mouth sticks, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, ah, yeah, if you're looking for antique shops and a shady Circle K, then that was downtown Kingman up until six years ago, seven years ago. Yep. Uh, or now closer closer to 10 years ago because I think Floyd's uh, barbecue has been down there since then. But we'll talk, say, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. In the past eight years, you know, prior to that, that's exactly what it was downtown. Yeah. It was falling apart, and it was a shit ton of uh, another metric shit ton of uh, antique stores, which, eh, whatever. I well, that's People what... get pissed off when I say shit about it. <clears throat> I talk shit about the antique stores, but... I'm just saying the same shit that I've heard business owners say for well, years is but, that they don't fucking bring in anybody except for old farts that don't spend much but money. But what's going on downtown is there are, let's say, the more modern version of antique stores, which are not really antique stores, but they are, kind of with Gracie's. Yeah, you have Gracie's in the farmhouse. Yeah, that, so you have vintage that, stuff. Yeah, like that, it's, that's it, not the same. It was kind of what, let's call it 20, 30 years ago, where antique stores were actually people went to them more, I guess, and did. That was kind of the thing. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about big tables and hutches and yeah, that, and, that kind of, and, and, yeah. and chairs and shit like that. And Maybe some and, cool old jewelry and things. But So that's kind of, uh, that's that level is dying down, kind of going away. Yeah, the people just kind of don't care. Right, and they have other I combinations I, of, of stuff now. So you can actually buy some pretty cool old stuff. I'm not really into it, but it's... It's it's definitely not the same flavor, the same. I go to Gracie's every Friday. I have since uh, for probably uh, three four months, just because Mm -hmm. there's cool shit in there. Leah has some really neat shit that is like I shouldn't say shit. She has some really neat stuff in there that, like she's got. I I need. I'm I'm kind of waiting. I told her I said I want I want to get the I want to, not a set but at least two of them. Do you remember the molded plastic chairs, like the fiberglass chairs from like from like junior high school yeah she has a couple of those chairs or she has one of those chairs Mm -hmm. and i said i don't want just one i want to get like a set or something like that so if you get a couple more you let me know and she's like okay uh and and, but she i go there looking mostly looking at records and then i got a friend of friends whose son he's like 12 or 13 and he discovered his mom's walkman and found a handful of tapes and I'm like always on the cool look. To him. It's probably kind of a cool. It device. is cool. It's a cool vintage thing. And his like yeah. his friends are like, why are you doing that? He's like, I don't know. I just my mom's got a lot of cool music and some of the stuff you can't find on MP3. So he's got a tape deck and he listens to it. So I'm like on the lookout for tapes. For speaking the kid. of that, it's not quite the same thing. I, I've seen a little bit of a trend going on where people are like, I have a, I still have my uh, Nano, the second version of Nano. You know, the, the more oh, square the iPod, the more yeah. square looking. You see my, yeah. it's not the long skinny one, but the yeah. other one. Yep, that's a little screen. And uh, I, I've seen some stuff online where people are starting to use those for their music at, rather than using their phones and stuff like that. They're using a little separate device again. They're going to go on back to those. Really? Again. I hadn't. Uh, I don't I, know why. <laughs> but Who knows? Yeah. I don't they want to have things separate like that. It could, it, it could also be that, you know, there, there's people that are moving away from uh, the distraction of a cell phone. So, like, if I'm out, could be, I don't, yeah. you know, I'm not super active, but when I do go out and go for a hike or go for a walk, I'll have um, I will put my phone on airplane mode so that I don't get a text or a Snapchat or message or anything like that. Good idea. And I'm just listening to music. Yeah, for sure. And they are kind of cool little devices. I mean, the the older, not the first generation iPod, but you know, the, those are I, I, they're fucking cool. No, they're, they're small. They're slim. They're lightweight. They're like there's just there's nothing to yeah. them. God, first gen i iPods. 
Yeah, that's awful. Uh, well, I mean, they're awful. Like yeah. they were great. I, it was like the third gen. I think iPods were the were the the, the golden ticket. And those folks, like the two fifty gig ones, I think people still rebuild those. You wow. can buy them broken on eBay, and they're still expensive. Hmm. Like with the, like the hard drive died or the battery died in them or something like that. But the screen yeah. works, and you can buy. I I've, there, there are retrofit. Um, uh, what am I trying to say in here? There, there's retrofit deals for them that are flash memory. It's bigger capacity, oh. and it's you take it apart and you basically slap it back together. You put a new battery in and put that flash memory in and put it back together. So, and, it, and and it's expensive. So could I hot rod my Nano? I don't know that you could do the Nano. I I, I mean you might be able to if you really wanted to, but these are the full size oh, yeah, iPods yeah. that people okay. do that with the with the screen. The ones that are about the size of an iPhone. You're saying? Yes. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> okay. I remember the first one I ever saw. It was uh, Jesse Galvin who listens to the podcast. Actually, he's the first the first time I ever saw one. I was completely fascinated with what which uh, model did you first see? I saying? think his. Well, he was he was Excuse in the me, yeah. army at the time, so and he was he didn't have a family or anything like that. He was probably making money hand over fist. So I he probably had the most badass one. I know it had a screen, mm-hmm. and it was it didn't have the rolling. Like it, the scrolling wheel was touch sensitive. It wasn't the actual spinning one. Yeah. Because that first gen, I think, had the, or I think it was only the first gen that had the spinning, had the spinning wheel. Yeah. But this one had the the touch one. And I was like, yeah, this is really intuitive. Mine's about a third the size of this. You know, it's almost square. Right. It's like, yeah. And it's, um, uh, we're talking about this. It's kind of silly. It 64 gigs or something like yeah, that. Yeah. It, it wasn't the biggest, that? it wasn't the biggest memory one that you could buy. And it, and it pissed me off because I turned it on the behind it and went, fuck, it's not even the biggest one. But I, I, I've got a couple of movies on there. I've got uh, Reservoir Dogs. God. Yeah. And, really? And that little tiny screen. Yeah. Reservoir Dogs and uh, South Park movie is on that. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, on, it's on my iPod. And I used to watch it going back and forth, uh, building this facility here. And I used to watch one of those movies there to go on, and there it is a little baby screen and I sit there and watch my movie <laughs> it's that doesn't sound enjoyable at all like these i know people that watch tv and watch movies and shit on their phone and i'm like are you serious right, right. Now? no i know and this is even smaller i'd rather yet. not watch anything than but do that what was what was fascinating though to me when he first came out i don't know how old these were but this quality of the imaging on that screen was oh yeah fascinating it was like <laughs> look how small that son of a bitch is. And I can get really close and put my glasses on and then really look at it and go, it still looks fucking... It was amazing, though. It really was back then for when it came out and how thin it was and how long the battery no, lasted. No, I get it. No, and they all were kind of <clears throat> groundbreaking. I get it. I, You know, I had... Uh, I could never afford an iPod. I had a 100... No, I had an 80 gig... Oh, shit. It was a Creative Nomad. We talked about creative nomads Nomad. before. Yeah, Nomad yeah. was like the was creative creative labs. Like the oh. they made they did predominantly audio stuff. So like they made great gaming speakers and 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 studio monitors for for computers. But they had uh, they I bought a creative Nomad and it was that fucking thing was expensive. It was seventy or eighty gigs and I think I paid one hundred and fifty bucks for it. Wow, two thousand five. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, but that was, you know, it would have been another extra $100 or more, $150 to buy it. So do you walk around listening with with earbuds or what do you want to Oh, yeah, earbuds. And then I I eventually I hooked it up um, in my car to an FM transmitter Mm -hmm. and drove around and had that. And it was, you know, it was 
Oh my God. I just remembered it wasn't, it wasn't even that much. It was 30 gigs. It was 30 gigs because I couldn't fit my entire, my like catalog of music at the time. It's only 30 gigs, but the difference between what I had and an iPod, and that's why that's why iPods were just so kick ass. And I know Josh Gagne is going to text me and be like, "Me freaking went, I had a better Shut up. <laughs> There's a reason why a, a hundred billion of them were sold, and it wasn't because they were shit. Uh, it was the fact that they used flash. They used yes. flash memory, and they yeah. didn't have moving parts. Yeah, my Nomad was cheap because it was the size of a small hard drive. Because it had a hard drive and it. it didn't have a flash drive. It was a platter drive. Wasn't like the it, first iPod a, a, a platter drive? I'm not I, sure. I think it was. I, it it might have been, but by the time two thousand that was two thousand one. By the time you know four years later when I bought one, that none of them were. Yeah. Now I, I think I remember a documentary on this, and and Steve Jobs was desperately wanting to update the effectively what would be a um you know a walkman you know he said god we need to do better than this we got a digital right. storage whatever and then toshiba or somebody i think it was toshiba came out with that little drive that's about that big and i think he flew to japan like the, when he figured this out or learned about it or something like this and we shit we can build a music device with this hard drive you know, and that's I think it's why it was that big and kind of thick because mm-hmm. right in there was it was that one. kind of drive. And after that, of course, flash drive came out, and that that's what was. And didn't all the earlier iMacs or, or MacBooks have flash drive also, or somewhere around there they they got rid of all the the, the regular hard drives or something. It was I all think flash they memory. went to flash. I'm not 100 percent certain. I, I think they went to flash memory. Do you remember the MacBooks that were um, that were white? Yes, I think after those, when they went to the all silver, to flash, I think yeah. they were went, all went to flash. Yeah. I think so. It was a, like with the Mac, amazing. MacBook Air and then the uh, MacBook and MacBook Pro. I think when they announced the Air and everything went to silver, that was like 2010, maybe. Mm. Uh, let's see, iPod Classic, first through third generation, two ARMs, CPUs. There you go. Variable speed? No, no. Those are that's the CPUs. Oh. Arm processor. Audio chip. Uh, storage medium. iPod Classic. Forty-five point seven millimeter hard drives. Okay, got it. Forty-five point yeah. seven millimeter. So it's yeah, it's a no, it's a yeah, it's a ATA yeah, it's six. About, about that big around. Forty-two hundred RPM. Across, whatever. Tell yeah. Me, yeah. It was uh, made by Toshiba. There you go. I was right about that at least. And then your Nano was flash memory f- since the beginning. Yeah. iPod Shuffle and Touch were all flash memory. God, that Shuffle, I, that little piece of shit thing that I almost bought one of those. You know, that little baby. Yeah, that, no, that, I remember those. Those hardly held anything, but people liked it because you could clip them anywhere. Yeah, they were and super go lightweight. Them, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't really do much. You couldn't really do much with the songs. You couldn't really back up and do this and sort folders and that kind of bullshit. Yeah, there was none of that because there was no screen on it. Yeah, you couldn't do anything with them. What's amazing to me is like just how revolutionary things were whenever those drops. Whenever the I remember when iPods came out, and then what? It, it, it didn't do shit when iPods came out. But it, what? Not that it didn't do shit. It wasn't that revolutionary. It was when 2002, I think it was the year after it was released, is when they came up with uh, with iTunes. Oh yeah, and the store. Yeah, that store. That shit went crazy. It was nuts. And people 
that's when it just took off. And I'm like, I right, fucking, I don't know if I can deal with this shit. And I railed against it for years, just because I was an open source kind of guy, because I was poor and I didn't like the idea of closing the software down and uh, all that, all the other things that you normally the, hear complaining. You about. normally hear Android guys complaining about, which is fine. Uh, and I, you know, was I wouldn't call myself a Linux guy. Like I'm not that hardcore into Linux, but. If need be, if you had a Linux system, I can install things. I can do basic operations on it, and it's a and it's and I used Linux uh, years and years and years ago. I used a distro called Ubuntu, and it was and it's just and it, it's rock solid. You can run it on old, just super old machines, and it runs fantastically because it's it's just low rent. It's it's a bare it's barely a disk disk operating system. Yeah, it's the the bare minimum, and then you add stuff to it. As opposed to Windows, which ships with everything and it's fucking bloated. But then later on, I learned. I, I learned that there's a you know there's a there's a reason why Apple's so successful, and that's because they make quality machines. Yeah, it's but they also indoctrinate you into things a little bit, and they it's do. A, it's a closed. Uh, what do they call that? A, a closed. Uh, the shit. I lost it. Uh, source. No, it's, yeah, I mean it is closed source, but yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a. Oh my god, not architecture, but anyway, it's a, platform, platform. Thank you, closed platforms, whatever you want to call it. So, um, but the reason for that, I found out once I realized the reason for that is so that everything is quality and everything works well together. That no matter what, if you buy it, it's not going to be buggy and it's going to work well. And it's not and buggy, it, and as you, buggy at all. It, it really isn't because I can tell you right now, I, I, I that, and that's what I tell people. I was just talking to a friend of mine at work the other night, and I was like, because she gave me her phone number because she was going to potentially stop by on uh, on Thanksgiving before she went to work, and I was going to give her a bunch of food. Uh, but she gave me her phone number, and she texted me, and she's like, hey, this is so-and-so. And, like, it was it came up in green. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> I hate that. I hate I, like, that. I thought so highly. All I you Apple people, you know what we're talking about. We're going, I, oh. I thought so highly of you, and now I'm limited to the amount of characters I get to text you. So, so bullshit. My sister had some kind of a weird upgrade in her Apple. I don't know what happened. Then things started coming over when I was sending her. They go in green. And I'm going. I thought you had an iPhone, Jeanette. She goes, I do. And I went, Is your instant messenger not on? Yeah, she got to go into settings and turn her yeah. iMessage. I don't on. know what it is. And I finally talked her through texting. Well, I, so I'm talking to this woman. I'm telling. Her, I was giving. I was talking a little shit, and so like the first. I didn't even talk. I didn't even text her back. Anything pertinent to our conversation, the first text message I sent her after she sent me that initial text, the first text message was a link to iPhones for sale on Craigslist locally. And she's like, I'm fucking, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I bought this. I have this phone. I've had it for two years and I like it. And I said, okay, that's fine. Sorry if I'm disappointing you. But if you, you took, like, she's like, I have a bunch of apps on here that I use. You can't use on Apple, on on an iPhone. And I'm like, okay, what are they? And she's like, Spotify and the dead and I'm like, are you high? <laughs> Come on, look at this. And I showed her every single app that she uses except for one I use, and they make an equivalent one of the one that she doesn't. Yeah. And I said, and even all your Google stuff will translate uh, so over. So someone I, told I her that obviously. Google. Someone told her that and somehow sold she, her that on. Yeah. That. Somebody somehow somebody believed her on that. So I, I think Probably I convinced Steve her. Robinson probably. <laughs> That fucking guy. Uh, no, and, and she's just like, I don't know. Like, everybody gives me shit about not having an iPhone, and now I just kind of want to be like, fuck all them people. And I'm like, I understand that. And that's a, if you want to keep your Android, and that's fine. The, one of the things I can tell you about your phone is that 
it'll probably be useful longer than an iPhone. It's true. And she's like, they, what do you mean? I said, because I, I mean, I have the tools to do it, but I really don't like doing it because it still worries me a little bit. But like, all you have to do is take the back of your phone off, pop your battery out, put a new battery in, and it's like you have a brand new phone. Yeah. You know, yes, the the uh, the architecture in, inside is still dated or whatever, but it'll still work for another three or four years, you know? Right, and right. She, uh, she's like, oh, you can't do that on an iPhone? I said, yeah, but you know what? I have a phone that's two and a half years old. It's been through thousands of cycles probably of, of, of charging and discharging, and I don't have battery problems at all. Yeah, I, I've never had. Well, my iPad over there is kind of behaving weird. Of course, the, plug the iPad's thing. five years old, man. I know. <laughs> so uh, it's, oh, of course, sure the iPad. That have you ever seen how much you use that iPad? A lot. The fact that it's sitting over there, like ten feet from you, is kind of freaks me out a little bit. Yeah, it, I'm normally calm, right I'm calmer now. I'm more calm. Uh, calm, calmer than you are. Calmer than you are, dude. Calm. <laughs> but but, th- but this iPhone here is only a couple years old. This one and it charges up fucking fast. It holds the bat yields. Yeah, it lasts forever. It's like it's this is not the days of yore. It isn't the days of yore. You're correct because yeah. they used to be shit. I, yeah. And I will say that. Uh, and I think Apple knows that. Yeah. And they they understood that and they're like, okay. Well. And one of the worst things used to be on on airplanes, you couldn't charge shit, but now you can. Almost all the airplanes now have right. USB ports. You can charge your stuff, and it's yeah. But I, you know, I don't mean to be sucking Jobs' dick here. Like the the there's definitely problems, but there's problems with the Android architecture too. And there's also the whole environment closed environment. That's what I was trying to say was closed environment of Apple, because if you have an iPhone, a MacBook, an uh, an iMac or a Mac Pro. Then, and, and an iPad, you're set. Yeah, you don't it, need anything else. Yeah. And people, if you have at least two of those devices, the chances are you have at least four. You're, you're going to have four eventually. Yep. Now, I just don't have the money to buy a MacBook. Or the MacBook Pro that I would want that would be useful for 10 years, I don't have $2,500 to buy it. They're pretty jam up. Man, they when, are. When you go to the Apple store. Speaking of the Apple store, the friend George, but you know the chef, cooker, cook guy back east. He is uh, his uh, firm. His arch- it's funny because uh, you you know you say all that shit, but he's actually an architect. Yeah, it's well, yeah, and he um, is near a pretty high dollar mall, and uh, it's called a mall, but it is, it's still kind of a shopping place now. And uh, they there's an Apple store there, and uh, and so years ago when they new product launch would happen, and all the people start camping, he'd get pictures. He'd go there and get pictures of them everybody camped out and waiting for the new eye device mm-hmm. whatever it was and it was just it was he saw this all the time you know people were waiting for the next thing and uh which, which is, i've never done ever. no i find that ridiculous same yeah. with black friday shit people waiting in line for hours or days beforehand i i, I like the technology but i really i just i don't care that much to do something like that in fact I haven't adopted a brand new iPhone in two generations. Yeah, why do you have to like, get it that day? I mean, wait some a people day just or have two. to have that stuff before somebody else. Yeah. Now, I used to be many, many years ago. I I had this weird compulsion where once I found that albums leaked on the internet, sometimes months before they came out, and I figured out how to find them. I became obsessed with finding them before they came out. Yeah, and it was we- it was just a weird thing. I don't know so it's why. Like once you start doing it, get the needle in your arm, and yeah, you know. exactly. You start getting the itch, and you're like, oh, so and so is in the studio. 
all right, so-and-so's in the studio, and they're done recording, and the masters are going to the print and pressing facility, and they will be out in four months or something like that. Because, you know, you know, let's say like a, like a, a band, a band like Muse, right? Yeah. Super popular, multi-platinum recording audience, uh, 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 artist, rather, multi, multi-platinum recording artist. When they put out an album every two or three years, it sells a shitload of copies mm-hmm. right in the very beginning. Well, it's like with movies. They don't just start printing them a few days before they go on sale. No, they were out They for start a while. St- stamping those CDs and sending them out. Not so much anymore with CDs. And you got to get them in the supply lot. chain. It takes a while to get it out there. And- exactly. So they start printing them. Like they just, Muse, I use Muse because they just came out with an album last week. So they, but they've been promoting that album. It's been done and completed since summertime. But now, like but they've been with printing it with, it with all digital and iTunes and yep. leaked or anybody just boom. I looked forward to the beginning of October and it already it it it, it, it was had leaked already at the beginning of October. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, so but anyway, you had this had this weird compulsion to do that. So I kind of understand the mentality, but I would never ever stand out in in the cold or outside waiting for days beforehand or hours beforehand just to get in and buy a fucking phone. We did no it with thanks. concert tickets when you actually had to do that a long time ago. So and and that was, you know, prior to the internet and and you kind of had to. Yeah. My mom the uh um wasn't my mom that did it. She was at the concert, but my dad is the one that stood in line for the Who 1980 yeah. in Cincinnati where they people got trampled to death. Yep. That was that show. Yeah. Yep. That they stood out in line for made it they just made like a day of it. Like I think my dad went like the day before, like they were in line for like 20 hours. Wow. For that show. Well, it was a smaller, it was, it was at uh river bend, like concert venue. It used to be attached. It's easier to, to it, crush it, people in the stampede. It, it, uh, yeah. That's why they don't do stadium seating anymore. They don't do that. <laughs> uh, not stadium seating, festival seating. Uh, that was bad. Live and learn. Yeah. My mom still has the, um, uh, concert stub. Yeah. Like the stub from it. Uh, Yeah. Oh, all right. I think I've lost steam. I think that's I'm, fine. I think but one, one more quick thing. One more quick because thing. Because this is going to drop before uh, before December first, right? It's going to drop this week. Yes. So we just got reminded by everybody having the parade of lights. Oh yeah, the parade of lights. This Saturday, December first. December first, and what time th- this year? I don't know. I think it's seven. Pretty sure it's seven. Yeah, seven p.m. Pretty sure. But this year they're doing it in reverse direction. Because they're going to end up down by the uh, locomotive, locomotive park, park, and they're going to have it all lit up with a new effort from the community to give them lights. This is a great idea. Scott McCoy kind of uh, championed this effort. He really did. Over the past year, he yes. really worked so his tail off. At the end of last really cool. year, he said, let's do this. Let's, let's make this. Because let's be honest, the stupid Christmas tree that was near the city complex was pretty bad. How it was decorated, and it was just an ugly, big, stupid it, tree. It, well, it, this is the desert. I get it. I don't mean the tree was bad, but the, it was, it's a big thing, and it just—it's it, an awkward shape. And it wasn't it doesn't downtown. Work. You had to go up a block, and it's just kind of there. And who wants to get excited about the city council building? And it's just not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the, one of those things. The quote-unquote modern-looking uh, building that was it, it, in the seventies. It, it, it looked modern in the. I think it was built in the eighties. Okay. It look. It looks like. It looks like every city library I've seen built in the eighties. Mm-hmm. 
that's what it looks like. And it looks like, it looks like the, the library that I, I went to for years in, uh, in Troy. And I think it was built in like the early eighties. So very modern looking building, modern lines, but it's just kind of dated. So we got a bunch of retro. trees down at locomotive park anyway, and the yeah. locomotives dressed up too. It's got a bunch of lights on it. They do it every year. It looks nice. And so this could be really, really cool. When they go down there, and they're going to end up, they're going to have a ceremonial lighting, and that, which reminds me, I'm going to need to call Scott or Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec does that, right? Uh, yeah. Um, he chose fading. He's like, <laughs> no, it's fine. Paul's My eyes are burning. Parks and Rec, awesome. No, remember really how Paul? I told, how, told you how much I slept yesterday? Yeah. I was up at five thirty this morning. Okay, all right, like, so, all right. No, it's fine. So, You're fine. So, it's but fine. we always wanted the, the the locomotive lit up with those lights down there, not the Christmas lights, but the other lights. But in this occasion, those big lights need to stay off. Yeah, because it will look much better, obviously. So you know I, what's going to happen? <laughs> they're going to be on the whole time. <laughs> I, I know, Joe. Because you've wanted them. I know. But now they're going to be. Well, they talk, they keep talking about turning them on, so we're going to leave them on. I said, "How about you just kill them for this event?" To make sure the train looks good, all colored lights. Or just go out there and unplug them yourself. Or just shoot them out with a, you know, rifle. No? No, I wouldn't do that if I were you. I would probably not. People do have guns in this town. They do? Yeah. Anyway. How lewd. I, I think it's a worthwhile conversation at least to talk to Scott or somebody. Say, look, can you just make sure? Who do we talk yeah, to? Yeah, let's this? talk to somebody about getting these those, getting those, those ones off there. turned off for that moment. They can turn them back on. Yeah, it, wouldn't, it won't look as nice. You need to turn right. them on after the holidays. Right. Yeah. Or something along those lines. All right, Joe's fading fast. Enough pig talk. Enough. Uh, Can't do it. Enough. Enough. Uh, Not going to uh, Holiday uh, uh, tree talk. And go to Prey of Lights. Go down there. Support downtown again. It's going to be fantastic. Yes. Joe saw a float in the hangar here we're now working on for yeah, Kingman, it's Kingman like Main a, Street. It's, a, it's, it, it's, it's big. It's, it's floaty. It's bigger than I thought it was going to be. Ta. I haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> Paul so, hears yeah. it all the time. Oh, God. That's it, folks. It's got the Gaines hog. So have a... Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so have a... Uh, have a <laughs> I cracked myself up. Have a wonderful... Uh, Parade of Lights, everybody. Parade of Lights. December 1st. Go see. Go downtown. Have fun. And keep shopping small downtown. Keep doing that. Make downtown great again? <laughs> I can't. I'm just saying, go down there. Don't just make it the one day. Go down there. Spend some more time. All the time. Spend some more money. All the time. It'd be great. I think a lot of people, now that they've seen what's down there, they're like, oh, shit. There's so many new faces. It's good so to have right. new people down there. And you're down there all the time, so you, you know this. Like it's you true. said, these people live here, but you've never, ever seen them. Right. So that's cool. Got anything else? No, I'm done. Me either. Turn the turn the switch off. Turn it off. Good night, folks. Bye. Thank you.